This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my friends. Today is really going to be an episode of my open ajna, holding multiple perspectives on something that I felt called to talk about, which is the toxicity around things, quote, being easy. And this also kind of ties into, and I guess I think I will, yeah, I can feel this now, like literally just dumping into my head talking about the open hearts that are in sales, talking about, you know, just selling to pain points, and then even how this this other end of the spectrum of like selling, how things can be easy, and how all of this ties into self-rejection, essentially. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I, you know, if you've been following me for a little while and listening to me for a little while, you probably hear this recurring theme of like my commitment to wanting to normalize all entrepreneurial journeys. And I don't see this enough in the online space. And I hope that you've seen it more than I have. But I will say that I really feel like what I've seen in the online space is people will position themselves as someone who is skilled or known for you know excelling quickly being able to sell a lot you know having things be easy like there's these really interesting themes that I notice pop up and then I don't see the humanness in those themes because it looks too perfect to be honest and maybe I'm just being a pessimist I don't know I'm just literally sharing what I'm seeing and I just find this really interesting because when I look at, so I've, I've had my business now for just over three years and I have learned so much and I have, I think I have like finally just let go of the whole thing around money, the whole thing around money around like, if once you have more money, then things get to be easy, then you've made it right. There's this very like seductive energy around like once you've scaled then blah 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 you know what I mean and the thing is it's so funny because I'm listening to myself talk right now and I can hear my my humanity coming out so my 36 and 6 my conscious son and earth it's like being diplomatic and, and humanity is the gifts of those two gates and then we have I guess I'm I'm going to talk about my incarnation cross today but I talk about it from a gene keys lens so that's my conscious sun and earth. My unconscious sun and earth is 10, which is the gate of self or gate, gate of, uh, it's known as the only gate of behavior, which is found in the G center. And then I have gate 15 as my unconscious earth, which is found in the sacral. And this is the gate of extremes. So it's interesting because when I'm listening to myself talk right now, I'm like, Kayla, you're literally speaking from your fucking incarnation cross slash your like purpose, which is like the 15 is my purpose. The unconscious earth is the purpose in, in your gene keys. Okay. And so this is like the extremes, like, you know, the extremes. And then you look at the themes of humanity and compassion, which is the highest expression of 36. And then you look at, 
you know, 10 and that, that really being about self-love, right? It's like really the way that I'm sharing is like how, how can you love yourself in the most extreme situations of growing your business despite the conflict, despite the turbulence, instead of running away from it and thinking that you've only succeeded if it shows up easy, okay? And I think that this is a really bold statement because you could also say, and this is literally my open ajna right now, having multiple perspectives and most likely contradicting myself, you could say that things being easy or your business growing quickly or whatever it is that you want is is a story. Like you can choose your story. But here's the thing. There's a difference between choosing your story and then spiritually bypassing the actual shit that you're meant to process, okay? And I can say this because I am speaking for myself. So I spent three years up until this point right now, I feel like I'm in a very pivotal moment in my life and in my business. And I spent the last three years really watching people in the online space. You know, this is like pre-human design. So just to give context, it's April 1st, 2022. I started my business January, 2019. I got into human design. I heard about human design first in the summer of 2019. I got into human design in the uh, spring of 2021. I've only been studying this for like a year. Okay. So I really didn't know much about it until then. The point is, I was looking at how people were were running their business and how they were showing up. And it was just all of this like, oh, scale quickly. It gets to be easy. It's all about your energy. You know, just change your mindset, change your life. Like there was just a lot of this narrative coming up. And maybe this wasn't the intention of these people to maliciously share these toxic perceptions that were lacking humanness. But that's how my brain was interpreting it. It was like, okay, Kayla, the irony, okay, the irony of forcing things to be easy. Do you see the irony in that? I think that's actually fucking hilarious. I spent years forcing things to be easy. Why things are easy is because they get to flow. That is like the natural rhythm. And you know what's hilarious right now? Okay, I guess we're literally talking about all my gene keys today. My core wound is 34, and 34 is the gate of power that is found in the sacral center, and it typically connects up into the throat center into gate 20 and creates that pure manifesting generator channel. So the gate of power, the shadow, is force, okay? So your core wound, so if you want to go into your gene keys, look it up, your core wound, and I can't remember the planet off the top of my head right now. So your core, actually, I think it's my unconscious moon, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, your core wound for the fourth time now is the thing that you're to overcome. And it's not like overcome to eliminate. It's more like fully process and get the impact of that will become your vocation. And this becomes your biggest talent. Okay. So my core wound, and if you look at the gene keys, you're not going to see core wound. You're going to see the word vocation in that sphere. My vocation is really understanding how to alchemize force into strength and then into the highest expression of majesty, which is like, what the fuck does that even mean, Kayla? So the way 
that I, the biggest breakthrough that I've had in my business is to stop forcing things. And it's funny, this is like the shadow of the, in the, within the sacral. So I'm talking about this Majin Keys lens, but it's also in the sacral, 34. Forcing is like this overdrive of the sacral to get shit done, force things to happen, make it happen. And so that was how I was showing up in my business the last like three years, basically. And it's interesting because that forcing energy is not going to allow things to be easy, right? When we force things, they're not going to be easy. They're going to be hard because we're forcing things. We're trying to shove a, a circle peg into a triangle hole. Like that's, it's not going to fit easily. And so I find this really interesting because it was through, it was through the acceptance of me not having a story of like, oh, I scaled to six figures in six months. Like it was me looking at, okay, that looks so fucking easy. Why is that not happening for me? It was looking at that and being like, yeah, that's not my story. And even as I record this right now, I still haven't hit a five-figure month. And some people are probably like, what the fuck? But you know what? You know what? You want to know what the freedom is? The freedom is in knowing that my external monetary value, how many clients I'm working with, how successful launches were, how many sales I made, it's almost like that doesn't even fucking matter anymore because I found human design and I'm more interested in, Kayla, how are you going to embody your human design so that it gets to be easy without force? I come from a history of playing rugby. I played competitively for 17 years. And actually, if you read about the 34th Gene Key in the Gene Key book, which is literally a fucking Bible, it's amazing. I couldn't believe it because the example that they gave for the 34th Gene Key was talking about an Olympic athlete and how the Olympic athlete is, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't force yourself in competition and up to that level. Like it really requires strength. And strength is really encompassing and going with the natural rhythms of what is already happening, okay? And then from there, this majesty is just like, it's, it's like this overcoming energy. And so they're talking about this. This is me, what I said right now is like my own flavor of what I read in the book like months ago. But I played rugby for 17 years and I went to the Olympics in university in 2013. I played in the University Olympics on the National Sevens women's rugby team and we won a bronze medal. And so it was so fascinating because I was looking at I was looking at this gene key and I was reading this and it was talking about being an Olympic athlete and I was like, "Oh my god, I have embodied this as an athlete. What am I not doing in my business?" that that would make the difference how can i just have strength in my business and not be forcing things which would just naturally allow me to to be majestic like as i am and it was interesting because i, I was looking at my patterns of being an athlete and it took me 10 years to make it to an olympic level and the funny thing is that was never on my radar I never thought that I would be chosen to go and play on a high-level team like this, and I was scouted and invited onto the team when I was 23 years old. And so 
the point of me sharing this is you can also just take this context. If you're contemplating your gene keys and you know, you're looking at just ways in your life of look for the themes in your, your gene keys and your human design. It's like, okay, where are things hard? Where can they be easy? Where, where are the keynotes, the words, okay? The, the gifts, the shadows, the cities, where are these keynotes that I can contemplate that can show me, oh, I'm thriving in this area of my life. How can I apply it to this area? So here I am looking at my experience of being an athlete and how I got to that level. And I was like, yes, Kayla, you did not force yourself. You did what lit you up. 34 is in the sacral. I loved playing rugby. I loved getting stronger physically. I loved and mentally, but I'm just saying stronger because strength is obviously the gift, right? And I was like, you just did it so naturally. Like you literally went with the natural rhythm. You didn't force making it to an Olympic level when you were like 18. You went with the natural rhythms. That's why you had the strength, like figuratively and literally, to go and compete at an, at an Olympic level. And so it's funny because even as I say this, I'm saying it in a way I haven't actually processed before. And I'm looking at the contrast to now in my business where it's like, okay, so so if you're forcing, if you've been forcing shit the last three years, Kayla, you've been looking at what everyone else is doing, you've been comparing yourself, you've been frustrated, you've been working like insane hours. Like when I was working an, a full-time nine to five, basically the first two and a half years of my coaching business, I would like work from like seven, eight o'clock in the morning until, you know, dinner time. And then I would literally be on my computer as well, doing things until like 10, 30, 11 at night for my business. And some people were like, Kayla, I can't believe that you are not full-time in your business the way that you show up. And I'm like, yeah, that's sacral energy. I love doing what, what I'm doing. So then I have the sustainability to show up, but it was coming from an energy of force. I need to keep showing up. I need to keep forcing this to happen so that X, Y, and Z once I keep forcing it, then it will become easy. That's, that's the big one. If I just force this a little bit, then it'll become easy. But that's just a lie that we tell ourselves. Our ego's like, okay, let's just keep going in here so that if you fail, then you can justify that you forced things and you did your absolute best and pedal to the metal, okay? But there's no strength in that. There's actually weakness because there's a lack of trust of the situation and what could actually be available naturally. So circling back, I tend to go on tangent. That's my open throat center going off. When I look at this, this way of Kayla, you were forcing things in your business and looking at having strength, this strength actually shows up in the 36 and six for me. I mean, it shows up everywhere, but like, I'm just saying when I allowed myself to have the strength to sit through turbulence and conflict, which are the shadows of 36 and six, I became stronger mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I became stronger in my beliefs, I became stronger in my vision, I became stronger in my messaging, and how I create things, and how I show up, and how I share, but it was through sitting through the shit, and allowing those natural rhythms to carry me, that things got to be easy, okay, and what I mean by easy right now for me, is I was so I shared this in a couple podcast episodes earlier and I highly recommend listening if you haven't already it was my 32nd birthday podcast episode and I shared how quit my nine to five in September literally did the classic like just go all in and you'll be fine and 
really it got really bad before it got better and i don't recommend that my splenic projector boyfriend is like you will never do that again kayla and i'm like but my sacral told me to (laughs) so anyways what happened was i went all in on my business in september and i actually had so much so much shit to process once i quit my nine to five that I was like crying off and on for months, losing sleep, like, you know, and then here we are, like, I knew that I couldn't force things to happen. I couldn't force people to work with me. I couldn't force a launch. I couldn't force anything. And so I just slowly, actually not slowly, it was very quick, drained my tax savings account to use to pay off my taxes this year to the point where I literally, so this is in February, like just two short months ago, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for my rent coming like March, April, and we were moving to a new city. Like it was a complete fucking shit show. But the thing is I stopped forcing things to happen. And here's the other thing is that it didn't make sense to other people. It's not meant to make sense to other people because it's your energy. It's your journey. So then obviously that caused a lot of conflict in my relationship with my partner where he's like his little like projector vision and splenic authority, like fear gates firing off. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Meanwhile, I'm like, I just need to follow my sacral. Like this is, you know, this is one of the things too I want you to consider just like a sidebar conversation here. When somebody is projecting onto you and this is not to do with projectors, like it's literally anyone projecting onto you how you should do something if you know their human design just like pay attention and notice if it's their strategy and authority that they're putting onto you or is it like just in general beer gates coming off the spleen like oh my god like red flag you know so anyways I it just taught me to really set boundaries where I know just as an example my boyfriend is a splenic projector and I will literally say to him like very calmly I'm not going to allow your fear gates off your spleen, like project onto me right now. Like, and I can literally talk to him in human design terms because I've taught him so much. But that was another thing too. And again, that required strength, setting boundaries, coming back to that. And so it's really, it's really interesting because I guess the moral of this entire episode and conversation today is that you cannot force strength. You cannot force things to be easy. And so just to kind of like circle back to the toxicity of this, I really want to share what I noticed more in the online space of how I felt like I was being sold into narratives of like, oh, it gets to be easy. It's just your energy or like, you know, come be in my energy and alchemize and recalibrate and then you know, you're going to be able to manifest this and I have the strategies for that. And, and it's interesting because I really want to draw awareness to people when it comes to sales for you to sniff this out of being able to see, okay, like if I'm being drawn to this, like what is the pain point? What is it that I'm looking to get away from? So when I'm seeking, when I'm picking up on messaging or sales, it's like, oh, this can be easy. This can be this and whatever. And then I look at, okay, I'm like, okay, so I'm being called to that. What am I looking to get away from? What is the hole that I'm looking to fill? Oh, I'm struggling. I don't want to struggle anymore. And I'm not saying that struggling is a bad thing and that you should struggle. But what I'm saying is that instead of me thinking, oh, I'm just going to go and do this thing to avoid that. I'm going to look now that I understand my gene keys in human design, I'm going to look and say, interesting. 
where can I embody strength in this situation and not force myself out of this, right? Because that inquiry puts me back into my body, back into my power, literally the gated power, and allows me to come home to myself rather than thinking I have to go and do something or be in a container or whatever externally to get this thing that they're selling, right? And like the other thing that sells too is speed. Oh, scale in X amount of time and whatever. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with scaling quickly. But paying attention to the energy of that sales conversation, whether it's through their posts and content and whatever, it's like I know that when I wanted to scale quickly, I was looking at it like, oh, if I scale quickly, then I will feel more confident, have more money, have more freedom, have more this, have more that. And it was coming from a place of scarcity. It wasn't coming from a place of like, okay, like this level of intentionality. Okay, if I go and scale quickly, do I actually have the structures in place to withhold that? Do I have a team? Do I have the right systems in place? Do I have the energy for it? Like that's so different than being like, mm, I'm going to go and scale quickly. So I have all this money and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. And I'm literally speaking for myself here. Okay. This is how I was thinking. And maybe you're resonating with this, but I'm just saying it and you can choose to resonate with it or not. So these are the things that I see coming up. And then I go and I look at my gene keys in human design and I'm like, okay, there's things in here that show me that I'm going to you know, experience struggle or hardship, but these are, these are where my gifts come from. Then I get to come on and record a podcast episode like this, where I know it's going to hit people and all the feels, and they're going to be like, oh my God, I resonate with it. Oh my God, I didn't see it this way. Oh my God, this makes so much sense. Right. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, and I mentioned the open heart center earlier is there's a lot of toxicity in terms of the shadows that can come around this too. And there can be shadows around defined or undefined open centers. But I just want to address this because I recently had a breakthrough because I, whenever, every single freaking time I do a reading with someone and we talk about the heart center, they relate to this. So, and usually they have, they have an undefined heart center, okay? Or open. Open means there's no gates hanging off of it. Undefined means that there's at least one gate hanging off of it. So me having an open heart center, what I noticed, so the heart center has to do with worthiness, your willpower, your drive, your desires, material things in life, your commitments, integrity. So when somebody has it defined, they're going to have this, let's say consistent energy or patterns that they resonate with in terms of the things I just said, right? So they're going to have a more sustainable energy for commitments or to, to really know what their desires are. Like there's going to be less of a, a fluctuation compared to somebody who has it undefined or open. So for example, when you have it undefined or open, what that means is that they're like, you're open, you're open to, you're going to look and see what other people are doing, what they're saying, what they're selling, and then be like, Oh, should I do that? Oh, look how many bonuses they have. Look at their pricing. Look at this. Look at that. Look how much they're doing their willpower to get things done Look at all the commitments they're making, right? And then it can turn into the shadow energy of needing to prove ourselves. And it's not to say that those who have their hearts under defined don't prove themselves. It's just there's going to be this consistency within them 
within those energies of these are my desires. There's this drive with that, okay? This is what I deem valuable. There's a drive with that, okay? But then the overshadow can be like really forcing that upon others. Like that's like the, the defined energy is like this overbearing, okay? So that's more of a reactive energy. And then there's the repressive of like where I think anyone would fall into this, like, oh, I'm not worthy enough. Oh, I'm not value, like valuable enough. So there's always going to be a reactive and repressive energy to like anything in your human design chart or just really anything in life. If you look at it, usually the repressive comes after the reactive because it's like exhausted from like, you know, externally exuding that energy and it comes into like a defeat. So the point of this is with the heart center, I see this in the online space and I did it looking around what's so-and-so charging, what kind of programs are they doing? Like, what are they, what do they think is valuable? Like, what are these people saying about that? Oh, how many likes do they have? How many, how much engagement? So on. And what I noticed was that the defined heart will have their sustainable energy within them and deciding what is valuable and being able to run with that. For myself, I had this recent breakthrough where it was like, okay, if my heart's completely open, I can't just like keep looking outside of myself at other things that people have or other things that people are doing. I need to look, you know, within myself at it within my realm. So I started to look at, you know, what have I done just in terms of what I deem valuable? Like how long have I spent doing this? Like what kind of certifications did I do? My my coaching that I received, the books I've read, the experiences that I've had, right? And then getting more specific, like let's say you're going to launch a program. You know, sometimes we see these random prices on the internet and we're like, okay, why is it this much? Or why does it cost that? Or whatever it is. And what I started doing was like, okay, I'm looking at my value. Who I am has nothing to do with anyone else. There's no comparing. It's literally just me. And then I started looking at, I started looking at, okay, if I'm going to launch this program, I started to break it down and I know that there's a lot of emphasis right now in the online space of like, don't make things hourly, right? But I started to break it down in a way of like, okay, if I'm going to make this many modules, how much would I charge for module? If I'm going to make this many workbooks, if I'm going to do this many lives, if I'm going to spend this many hours doing, you know, coaching in a WhatsApp group, if I'm going to do this many one-on-one calls, if I'm going to have these gifts in the program, oh, we have a three-month container. Okay, how much am I paying for Canva in three months? How much am I paying for my podcast channel? How much am I paying for my convert kit email list? Like, what are all the things that I'm paying for? And I'm like, okay, these are all the things that I deem valuable. This is the price that it works out to. And if I have this many people join, this is the price each person pays. And what that did for me is that is everything in my own environment, which is sustainable for me to be aligned with and in integrity with when it comes to deciding my value, my pricing. And the the whole reason why I'm bringing this back in here is that this kind of ties into, this is sort of a sidebar thing of like this, it gets to be easy. So this is me, this is me contradicting myself. Now I'm telling you how to make something easy. Okay. But I just wanted to show you again, coming back to the overarching theme of the importance of coming back to yourself, coming back to yourself, coming back to what you deem valuable, coming back to embracing your own struggles, coming back to loving yourself, coming back to looking at, okay, this is my entrepreneurial journey, taking that ownership, that radical self-acceptance, that radical self-leadership coming back to, you know, looking at your gene keys and your human designs, like what are the shadows? Like these are my points of resilience. This is something that I've said 
recently and I'm going to continue to say it and I hope one day I get quoted on it. Your shadows in your chart are your points of resilience. This is where your wisdom comes from. Okay? The gift in the cities are the aftermath. They are the consequence of you exploring and embodying and owning those points of resilience in your chart. And this is really a way of, you know, radical self-acceptance. Self we try to get rid of things or do things in another way that's a form of self-rejection, right? I'm talking about like all levels of inclusivity here. And, and funnily enough, all levels of inclusivity is what allows things to be easy. When we're trying to force things to happen, it won't be easy. Even if we're trying to force them to be easy, you can't force things. You can't force a natural rhythm of how things are meant to be. A natural rhythm is easy, right? So I just wanted to dive into that. I guess with the heart center, I feel like that was a little bit random, but not really because dealing with a defined or undefined heart center, open heart center, and the shadows around that, I feel like is something that's really hard for people and it's not easy. So I just wanted to shed light on that in a way that it can be easy if that's something that you're interested in, in terms of looking at what you deem valuable and what you think your pricing can be and so on. So I really feel like that's all I have left to say today now that I'm recording this. And I, you know, it's funny when I do these pod, oh my God, it's almost 30 minutes. When I do these podcast episodes, I literally just hit record and I talk nonstop, which I find really interesting when I have an open throat and um, no channels in there, nothing, just hanging out. So I hope that this episode shone some light on you and your your situation and your life and whatever it is that you're doing and it gave you some things to contemplate. So just to if you're like, what is this contemplation, Kayla? Because I've talked about this a few times now. Contemplation is literally what I did when I was talking about my gene keys, my 34, my 10, my 36, my 15. And I was just giving examples of how this was showing up in my life. Like that's how you contemplate that's, this is the very Gene Keys approach. I bring this into human design as well because I find that it helps me to see these patterns in my life and really be able to tap into them and embody my human design on, on another level rather than thinking things are black and white. That's what fucks us up. When we think things are black and white, we don't have the playground of the gray area, okay? So just remember that. So anyways, that's all I have to say to you today. And if you are new around here, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast channel and definitely give a like and a quick review on Spotify. I think it takes two seconds if you want to just give a couple stars, maybe all five. And actually, the last thing I'll say before I wrap things up is if you enjoyed this conversation, very contemplative, looking at how you can literally apply your human design and gene keys to your life and wanting to discover your own natural rhythm with your energetic embodiment, I want to invite you to come to my Vast Vision Masterclass series. So this is going to be dropping the 18th of April. And I'm going to be dropping like three, minimum three videos that week in a Facebook group community where we're going to be talking about how to contemplate and really look at and implement your gates, your channels, connection charts. I'm going to be talking more about connection charts on my podcast channel too. Uh, you know, how to embody human design and gene keys in business. Like not just like information, like this is what this means, but it's a very, the way that I speak, like literally how I speak on my podcast channel of like with my open Ajna, this is how you can see things and just 
giving you this clarity on how you can apply this to your life is really what this is about. So right now, until April 16th, there's a special price. And after that, it will be more expensive. And then after the full week, I am going to repurpose this and sell it in a different way. But this will be really amazing because in that group that week, I want to show up in there. I want to answer questions, probably going to do some additional live stream, Q&A support. Like it's like a little mini intensive container for seven days where you get support on like taking human design and gene keys to the next level. So I just want to let you know about that and you can get the link for that in the show notes. And if you have any questions, you can shoot me a message on Instagram, but the link is there. You can just sign up and then you'll be guided to the Facebook group to join. And then the goodness will start on the 18th of April. So thank you for listening and I will chat with you in the next episode.